At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Bonfire, everybody. Faction Talk, SiriusXM 103, Big J Okerson, Dan Soder. The whole crew is here. We're hanging out with our guest, everybody. He's here. His new Comedy Central special, Imperfect Messenger, is out now. And you can also listen right here on SiriusXM to his uh, show, Roy's Job Fair. And that's on Comedy Central Radio every Friday at 7 p.m. East, 4 p.m. West. Or you can listen on demand on the SiriusXM app anytime. Everybody, it's the hilarious Roy Wood Jr., everyone. could have just told him to Google that shit. <laughs> nah, we give him all no, the man. breakdowns. Or you can listen to it anytime on demand. Maybe or, at 2 p.m. when you think you have a light lunch. <laughs> or stream his special on Paramount+. Plus. We want to give them every viable option. Yeah, it yeah. goes good with uh, even like a vegan meal would yeah. go good with it. Stream it on Paramount+. Plus and when it fades out where the commercials once were, you can stop and go do something. That's so <laughs> funny with that kind of edit where you're like, this Why is clearly built. Why the fuck not just use the original That's what long they... version of the fucking taping? They used the TV edit? No, not the TV edit. They just lifted the commercials out. So it's the proper, <laughs> it's the proper 64 minutes. But why did you put? Why did you leave the fades in where the commercials used to be? That's so crazy. crazy. Well, it, that's what. How it, that's lazy what, are you, motherfucker? I mean, Both. Yeah, dude. The, the, all what do they do with the, with the show? They take the on Hulu. Like if when they do take the commercials out of a show. Yeah. I'm very thankful and appreciative to have an opportunity <laughs> yeah. to share my comedy after a long career, and I just appreciate. Just that. Roy, with the fucking welcome, fades. Welcome to Faction Talk 103, where we're freed from. Channel 95, and there were fucking restrictions that they put on comedy. We want to fucking put Nikki Glazer at the front of the line. Guess what? She's making songs about Bob Saget. She barely knew it. We're all the best in our ass. Dude, that song wouldn't have been okay if they were the best of friends. <laughs> yeah. um, man, so. Good to see you, boys. I great mean, to see you. I don't see you get too, out man. much anymore. I know. I miss you know, seeing you around. I'm finally at the point in the pandemic where I trust being around comedians again. Okay. 
you know enough damning like, articles the, came out in 2020 <laughs> to stop no, yeah like no, that. no. Well, <laughs> honestly the probably the point of the pandemic where every comic who's going to get it's got it they've already had exactly. it's what it is yeah, like, we're all running around i shit, go by so. tour schedules where i'm like mm, okay and my paranoia wasn't like the comics it was giving it to the boy and then my five-year-old getting homeschooled for yeah. a month or some horse shit. Yeah. He, did he start school during the pandemic? Yes. Started kindergarten. Uh, in the pandemic? In the pandemic. What was that? Uh, homeschooling? Uh, no. It, they were they were digital. From no, the computer, no, no. right? 2020, he was still four-year-old preschool. So they did, the and it's like trying to make a cat watch a fucking television. <laughs> right, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> can't line them up at all. But kindergarten, they pretty much oscillated like a month on, a month remote, a month on. Like some something would fuck up the house of cards and everyone would get sent home. <laughs> One wild kid just coming in and being like, my parents went to Florida and they kissed a lot of people. Oh, and yeah. Howard Stern, they were talking about some lady called and she goes, well, I want a month hiatus from work I'm a teacher and some scuzz fucking bus driver lady just had it and gave it to every one of the kids on the bus just like which is just the whole school she just didn't tell anybody yeah 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 so so yeah so I'm I'm a lot more comfortable being out all right it's good to fucking see you boys yeah it's good to see you too um last night I saw Jay at the cellar and I left and in our text thread he sent a New York Post article about Hugh Hefner there's a new documentary out. Uh-oh. Series. Ten parts, I think. Ten part series. He did that shit. The Secrets of Playboy. Whatever it is, he did it. They got ten episodes. Well, Roy, the one that I read... It's too many episodes. By the way, that's too much smoke for there not to be a little dancing fire somewhere in Three there. episodes, maybe he mistreated a couple women. <laughs> yeah. Ten? I, but listen, I've watched yeah. slam documentaries where I go, this person's just mad. Like, no. this ain't that big of a deal. I've know. seen those, like, like those, like, Ten, hard... though? No, no, this is... R. Kelly was only six. <laughs> yeah, damn. Two You're seasons, right. though. And he... Yeah. <laughs> he got a second season, though. <laughs> they picked him up. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fucking... That, that wasn't all you did. And he goes, oh, no, 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 I saved, like, the best stuff for this. Yeah, because I thought that was over. He goes, he goes no, you, no, 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 no. Are you, are you familiar with Imprisonment? That's season two. He goes, I mean, we wrapped it in case we didn't get picked up for a second season, <laughs> but like we always had a little string hanging in case we get to pull a little more story out of this. And this is fucking 10. And the claims of bestiality are the ones where I was like... Okay, take it from the top. So what is what is what so, are we yeah. detailing over ten well, episodes about you? About- I, I watched the first two yesterday. Okay, so here's what I can give you on the first Look two. Could you the- celebrity influencer getting the secret link? Huh? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's out. Oh, okay. Two, out. I think two episodes are out, and that's it. Of the th- of the ten, so I watched them. But I fell asleep on the second one. Actually, it was late. But I'm gonna watch it tonight. It was so good. The first one was just sort of the history of it, and what's really great is watching these. I mean, girls who, by the way, they show their pictures. They were just gorgeous, so hot, amazing bodies. But they're 70 now. That's really funny. Do you know what I mean? So they got that hot girl energy that's all worn down. They got former NFL player energy. So it's just, but they're they all. It. It's like I'll tell you what it's like to be hot. It's a contact sport. <laughs> oh, you hit. It does not go well. Yeah, they, and they're they, bitter about hot girls now because they have like better equipment. Like the way the NFL players talk about the yeah, rules. If I'd have had that fucking Terry deal. Bradshaw would have nine Super Bowls if they could hit him the way they can't hit Tom Brady. Yeah. And like uh, hot girls from the '60s were like, "Rape? That was an appetizer to dinner." No, well, that's the thing is they're now coming out and being like, "No, it was all like fucked up." And he introduced us to drugs and brought us into this world. I saw one of those quotes and tried to make it like, "This isn't weird." Like, what you come up and we watch. First of all, here's a weird. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I have never thought putting on porno would stir things up to get things going. Fucking a girl. 
never. I've had a girl ask to watch porno before, and I thought that was kind of weird in its own right. But to go into a room, it's like, come on, girls. And he brings seven girls into a room with porno playing on a movie screen. I'm just like, I can't sink in to being not funny enough to let that unfold. Like, I'm <laughs> making jokes about everything the How whole time. How rich was he at the time? He had to have a little bit of baller bread because that's a baller move. Oh, this is all. This is all. How did he make his, his money? Thing. Yeah, where all publishing. Bread? I think it was the magazine stuff. Yeah, they don't even really get into that too much, other than saying like he started this magazine and it took off. Because that's always the what first it is. episode was Marilyn Monroe. But here's the that's thing: the biggest we've thing. done we've done we've done seven Batman movies where you find out his parents were killed at the opera. We have zero information about how Hugh Hefner got his money. No I bet it's him. It's always to Google no. away from finding out that because yeah. he had you have to have a lot of money if you're going to be like, hey, seven of you guys come into my bedroom, let me put on this old deep throat. By the, time, by the time it got to that like weird like these are my seven girlfriends horse shit though this is he was old and it was weird for them when he was like a younger I guess hip at the time guy I think he just fucked a ton but they're all saying like this guy was into some okay weird, but then, weird shit so then is he creep that slowly just morphed into oh yeah, I'll fuck the old guy for a little acclaim and fame into something less creepy and more consensual. Like, how much of it was criminal and creep versus just odd? Because I feel like the older Hugh Hefner got, the more it was just odd. Odd. It, it, well, it's almost you're like just he's a 25-year-old with his 80-year-old. That's yeah. just odd. And it's yeah. also, he's sexually tasted everything to taste. So he's kind of in this weird thing where he's like, I'm gonna fuck that fish. It's also like Troy McClure. It's like, also the problem with Playboy in general, and it's the same problem with Maxim Magazine, the same problem with fucking Hooters or Twin Peaks or those fucking like restaurants. Yeah. It's for a really buttoned up person to think they're being like naughty. And oh. Playboy really pitched that that was kind of the thing. It was like, oh, it's just a little it's a little taste, but look they're saying their, no. Look like, at their little they're bunny saying, tails. They're saying when they no. got away from the the fucking like great articles and and beautiful women in tasteful poses, it was like a real gross fuck fest thing. Okay, yeah. so he starts Tasteful Magazine with $600, builds it into a $100 million empire, and because the magazine had big celebrity centerfolds and interviews, you could throw a party or two around that issue, and maybe yeah. that's how you build your social cachet. Sure. And so that brings people who want to be next to stardom. Who also want to do things extra. Ding, ding, ding. To be stars. So now you're the fucking man. Yeah, and you got women that are willing to be one of seven girlfriends. Who will then put up with, yeah, I'll take a Quaalude. Yeah, they're porn on. That's one of them, weird, but Holly. Quaalude, big thing. Yeah, Holly. <laughs> yeah. Holly Madison there. was saying that they would have orgies and he wouldn't use condoms. Yeah. He would like refuse to wear condoms. But here's the thing. Which you kind of have to know is going to come with the territory. I'm, here's what I'm surprised at. Have you been in enough like you Hollywood know, stuff, Roy, or, or parties even, or, or, or in the L.A. scene? What I'm always blown away by, and we've talked about this in the show before, but the Playboy Mansion's a great example of it. People who have such belief in themselves because of their celebrity or money or power that they're not... Th if I went up... To, if I was a multi-millionaire I wouldn't think two playboy girls if I walked up to them and put my arms around their like hips both of them was like girls why don't we go to the other room and talk I think they would be like yeah do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. and these guys have the confidence to be like what and then they can't believe it's weird he goes oh what that weird that oil tycoon who's got like a bullfrog face like yeah he couldn't believe that that girl was upset <laughs> that she had to suck his dick 
He couldn't even believe it. He goes, what? That girl said she wanted to suck my dick. She's and bunny. you believe that? You're yeah. a criminal. Is he a creepy sex hound? <clears throat> it, like, is that, is that, again, back yeah, to the 10 episodes. They're saying that he just basically was uh, wild and just partied and, did you know, had the woman do drugs. Okay, so fuck. he was grooming. Yes. I'm sure that word is you. There it is, right there. There it is. He groomed me and twisted my mind. You're and exactly. thinking his way was normal. Okay, yeah. so the motherfucker was a creep and was like being shady to these chicks, and then also fostering an environment where surely I, I had a joke about this that just never worked. But Cosby couldn't have been the only one plotting on motherfuckers at his parties. No. Who else was the? That's the thing that's never discussed. I, Who else was at these fucking parties? That's always a point I like to oh. make because Osama bin Laden wanted to take down the towers, but he wasn't a problem until the second guy was like, that's a good idea, and I'm going to help you with it. Who backed yeah. him up? Cosby had a guy that's like, fuck yeah, I'll help you pop Well, play, some, play, some play the trailer because in the at least, I don't know if it's in the trailer. It's but, in the article that it was like, Cosby was around. But I'm saying- not only is he like uh, in the opening of the show, which if it's not in it's this trailer, we find, no, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Um, no, it shows him playing tennis at the mansion, and he just—I forget the line—but he says something to the camera and gives a little like the eyebrow thing. He goes, mm. and it's like very like uh, they, I mean, they make it salacious on purpose. Oh, sure. It's, it's it's funny. So this is the trailer for the new Hugh Hefner miniseries, What's uh, the Secrets, of, Secrets of Playboy. It's called. Oh, that's a disappointment. I got to yeah. a point not too far into my time there. I think I was only like six months in where I kind of broke under that pressure and being made to feel like I needed to look exactly like everybody else. My hair was really long naturally, and I was just like, I'm going to go chop my hair off so I can at least look a little different. I came back with short hair. And he flipped out on me, and he was screaming at me, and said it made me look old, hard, and cheap. Damn. That's funny though. You don't you don't think about that. He's got that old he's timey. A dick, yeah. No, he's got old timey verbal abuse for women. <laughs> he goes, "I'm gonna tell you right now, you look rinky tinky. <laughs> you look like a little bit of a oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you like lost a, your moxie. No, look at that. You look like a boardwalk slut. What are you doing <laughs> over here? You're a damn skank. You're a damn scamp." Yeah, you're uh -huh. a dime store lady of the evening, y'all. <laughs> you look like you chew bubble gum with your lips. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that fucking means, dude. Yeah, hey, keep going. Give me more of this, dude. Look at his glasses. What? That's a what? yeah. What is he fucking? Uh, pitch black. <laughs> Vin Diesel on pitch black. Uh, there's there's a lot of Playboy bunnies around. I remember when she cut her hair. He was very unhappy about it. Yeah, his world. Hef would be pretty abrasive in the way he said things to Holly. She came down with red lipstick one time and he like flipped out and said he hated red lipstick on girls that didn't need to take it off right away. Even though other people could wear red lipstick and it didn't seem to bother him. It was very frustrating to live with every day, all of the drama that was going on and the tensions. I could definitely see that she was getting depressed. Here's the problem. Sad. It was very difficult to live with the tension. Like, this isn't, they're not the girls in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, they're not really. chained to a thing. Like, if you were like, yeah, this actually sucks, I'm sure you could have left at any time. Sign yeah, an NDA. Yes. Sign an NDA but and leave. Roy has brought up a good point that this kind of environment really uh, puts people that want to be famous into it. So she's like, this Probably is the in her closest head. you'll be to celebrity. Yeah. And she's oh, it's your test. Like maybe if I get through, I'll bounce into something else. Exactly. But like, yeah. like uh, if I stick it through, I can fucking 
be this famous. This is you opening for that shitty fucking headliner <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> fucking right. paid you $40. This is when I was sleeping on my friend Johnny Bluntman's couch in Tucson because I wanted to feature for uh, T.C. Hatter and Marcy Ann. He's <laughs> a small, uh, silent clown and his wife played the piccolo oh, the, the entire effort, time. The effort I put in and the place I had to stay to open for Raymond the Amish comic. <laughs> You're right, Roy. This is her being like, come on, just fucking do it. Yes. Two more shows and then you're home. it and you'll be fucking I'll do Thanksgiving going. weekend I know there's no press but just <laughs> yeah. give that's her being like I'll suck your balls Hef I know no it's one's like, touched I, him since the 80s I get it but it's unfortunate keep going you see the well, what's the thing, thing someone asked like how much is this is this documentary going to be real or regret revenge like why did regret I that turn into so, revenge it's like, exactly it's like well fit, I was one of his stupid seven girlfriends and I never even got yeah. a movie role <laughs> This sucks. Fuck you, Hefner. Yeah, he ran game. He was a creep and liked to fuck weird and raw dogged at peak AIDS. Peak AIDS. Peak AIDS, raw dogged, and then also fucked animals, apparently. He goes, it's oh, just for the d- gays. Everyone put on pajamas. Everyone. I'm going to take off my robe slowly. So, yeah, he's a wild boy and disrespectful as fuck and probably had the women under his control based on money and self-esteem, you know? Like, I think there's something to that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, he knew how to pick them, for sure. And also, the thing is, I also don't like a guy. I don't like... I'd feel uncomfortable if I had to perform in sweatpants on a gig. And this guy went to his biggest parties in pajamas. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks. Prize picks, dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of. Two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, thirty points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick Thirty-one easy. points, you win. Yep. Twenty-nine points, you lose. Yeah. Thirty points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn ten dollars into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball. 
entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N. F-I-R-E for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pajamas. And just liver spotty and as gross as all hell, and just the confidence to be like, yeah, of course these seven girls want to juggle my balls. Like, why would well, they not the want to do that? the amount of girls that are rejected from the Playboy world is even yeah, crazy. Be- I mean, he has, being a playmate, such a, I mean, girls aspire to it. Like, this girl, yes. Holly, said that she would look up to, like, Anna Nicole Smith and Pamela Anderson, and all those girls started as playmates. So mm-hmm. you have, I mean, girls in L.A., I had friends that, they, like, got into the Playboy party. And it was like, you would have to send a picture and stuff just to be let into the building. So you have the top-tier women just with, Well, that like, was that schmucks. Holly girl story. That girl Holly said, or is it her? They were like, yo, you you can't be a playmate. But you're you not could be, photogenic. You're, you're, yeah, but you could be half girlfriend. Like, that was a choice. Same like, thing she, with oh. Bridget. She couldn't be... So you can... My, I had a friend, Bonnie. She never got into the magazine, but she was accepted to all the parties. So she Slut. would get dressed up and go to all the parties. So that's why they don't leave. Yeah, because they're like, this is my only way yeah. in. Christine's like, what are you doing? She goes, I'm going to a Midsummer Night's Eve party. I'm dressed <laughs> like a forest nymph. Yeah. yeah I have to wear crazy these... Crazy costumes. I have to wear these fairy wings on a bus. Hey, would you mind airbrushing my tits? I can't get them in the mirror. Uh, yeah. Also, at what point in Hugh's age did Hugh Hefner go from wearing 
pajamas is sexy to necessary. Was it, like, <laughs> was it like around 85 to like honestly this yeah. thing was he was way ahead of his you time. ever try to put a colostomy bag in jeans it's too tight <laughs> denim will pop it <laughs> nah i never got invited to shit like this in la like i think motherfuckers could smell the goody two shoes on me or just the fact that you're not down to play their yeah, fucking but game. no just like scene party at all like no just... there was one there's one there's one black com i'll tell you off air because i know he's not about that life anymore so i don't want the streets to twist and shit. Yeah. But I know he used to fucking like get down at mm-hmm. his house, and I knew a lot of the comedians that would go to those parties. But for me, you, the problem for me is that you know the first three years of first four years I was doing stand up, I was on probation. So I didn't know the, that, yeah, dude. I stole credit cards in college when I was nineteen. So like, when I, uh, yeah, if that was my we hustle, just we were though. talking about stealing on Thursday, and we talked about it on Thursday's episode, and that's big time, bro. I was doing it in '98. This is pre chips and all of that yeah, shit. Yeah, they, they couldn't get you cards. on the internet. It's all numbers, dude. You're all numbers. They mail cards pre activated. There wasn't even a number to call to turn your card on. That bitch was hot off the envelope, <laughs> and I knew it. And I had a fucking mail sorting job bitch you may as well be mailing cash really was, were you just like oh the second look at this. you swipe the second you swipe it it's working they're like, working. Look, at, yeah. they're like look at this phoenix coyotes mastercard that is yes. mine so that being on probation i had to stay straight and narrow to stay on the road sure because you, you check can't in. be in a room with bullshit you can't piss dirty you can, like if i'm in if i'm adjacent to bullshit yeah. i go to jail so that established just a, a habit of just yeah, not like, being around shit like that. So people aren't going to call you because they're like, Roy can't come over. He's on probation. Because I, I look at this Hugh Hefner footage and I just go, there's eight felonies in that room. Like I can walk yeah. in a room and oh, just yeah. see the felonies. <laughs> what did you see? The blue pen on the counter was actually over a contract it's that was missigned. <laughs> yeah. It's Denzel and the yeah, equalizer yeah, yeah. when the room slows down yeah. and I can just see all the shit. I, I see fel- that's two years <laughs> over there, four years right there. And it's fucking plea deal right there. Yeah. So, I fucking with Pile of drugs, prostitution, <laughs> think that's a child. Appreciate that's a kid so i just even if i had opportunities to go to some shit like that i wouldn't have fucking gone well it's funny i was saying like when i would have wanted to go there was no chance i ever would have been able to go and as i get older and you're like oh you can go to something like that like the i'd be going to like roll my eyes at it all because the things that i would have been <laughs> it seems so great about it like i wouldn't care enough they were like look at that oh a naked beautiful girl swinging on a vine swing you're like Okay. I mean, it's like a strip club, basically, at someone's house. It's the closest just... I've ever been to being on the scene, Michael Che invited me to a fucking SNL rap party. <laughs> yeah, I've never. And it was it was one of the it was the Chappelle night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chappelle. So every and and I ended up leaving that early, at like. 1 a.m., which I consider late. That is late. And then you see the article in the post, at 4 a.m., Dave Chappelle invited every Hall of Fame black musician. (laughs) Everybody performed that night. That's so funny. And I had already left. That's that's the type of motherfucker I am. I'm just not going to stay till... Guys, Roy went home and went to sleep. Get Prince out the back. He's not dead. Yeah. He just showed up. Literally, that's what they, happened. I, I woke up the next morning and brought him back, Roy. <laughs> I brought the spirit of Prince. Oh, was West that the party where like, Kanye went? Like, Kanye came? No, that was a different night at the stand. Oh. But yeah, that's like the the scene stuff. One time I got invited to an after party of like Oddball and it was like with all those famous people and it was like a uh, they rented a private room and I went and it was for 15 minutes. I ate a burger and I was like... <laughs> 
This kind of sucks. I want to go home and play PlayStation. No, I'm bad at it. Yeah, I went to Che's birthday party. Even it was like a nice Soho Grand or something. Yeah, we right, we did. It. Che doesn't invite me to it shit. It was just such a scene. Uh, yeah. That was that was one of those. It, he didn't like call me to come. That was no. one of those everyone's. Yeah, go. just crash. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I went and I was like, I got talked in to go. We had already went home after comedy club spots. <laughs> there we go. But it's not even starting until after SNL and everything. And I was like, oh. And then I was just awake enough. They were like, let's go at least check it out. So we and Christine, we went over there and like, and I got four. Yeah, Shane Gill's with us. And I was like, I got 45 minutes, man. I, I'll do a round. I'll have a drink. But I'm like, I don't know what to do. Dude, like, There's nothing to do. Sometimes, sometimes dance. Yeah, but sometimes you get calls like a couple of years ago, two or three years. It was when Pete was dating Ariana Grande. And he called me. He's like, have a single forever. Let's hang out. And I was like, I'm in town on this Thursday. you know. And then Friday and Saturday, I got gigs. And he was like, come and hang out in the afternoon. It'll be me and you. We'll catch up. Thinking I'm going to go hang out with Pete. And then he calls me. He's like, hey, actually, you got to meet me at this place in downtown Brooklyn. I'm supposed to play 2K with Lil Wayne. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not going to that. I'm not going to go hang out at that. that I, I've already, the phone call makes me feel out of place. Yeah, like Lil Wayne's going to be like, hey, I don't like that big white guy. Who's he standing there? Dude, the I don't like that big old gangly white guy. That's a pretty good wheezy. He needs to put that oh, on yeah. stage. <laughs> I don't know, man. Little wheezy, uncomfortable with the big headed white guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you do, man. I don't know what you do at a party. You if show a, up and you go, I want to fuck. If a, <laughs> if a pajama old man came down the stairs with eight chicks on his arm and every other woman in the room wants to be one of the women on his arm, yeah. you're not pulling nobody at these parties. Because if she, you do, she's going to think Hugh is seeing you fuck her and she's blowing her chance. Correct. At- also, I've seen. I think you have to see like the dark side, like of it. I guess like one on a much smaller level. When I used to drive strippers and escorts to parties, mm-hmm. driving them home, you see the dark side of that fucking world. Uh, Dennis Hoff, who's dead, the guy who ran Bunny the Ranch. Bunny yeah. Ranch, he used to come to the cellar all the time. And I remember the people would be like, "Ah, oh, man, Dennis Hoff, dude." And I can see right away. I'm like, these two girls with him that he says are both his girlfriends. You're like. Dane into this and then I became friends with the one Bunny Love was her uh, name on the show and everything but I became friends with her when she came to my shows out mm-hmm. in like California a bunch and just in talking to her and it was just kind of like yeah well it was like the way to like you could charge the most of the thing and like but it's like no one's like oh yeah. this guy rules they're like yeah he's an old fat guy who like we have to fuck him if we want to work at his place but it's the but it's the whorehouse so if you're gonna go fuck for money it's like the place to be so you gotta like Deal with that. I saw the sh- the guy who ran on the strip club over uh, by Caroline's. I told you when I was younger, and he he knew me when he walked in. He was like, "You seen the new girl yet?" And he had her come over, and he was like, "Look at this!" Ad. And he's like, grabbed her ass cheek, like spread it, and I'm like, "All right, dude." She's it just even. seems like. And by the way, she's like shaking it while he's doing it. But I go, "In eight years, Miss, you're gonna be like, what the fuck did I do with my life?" Yes. And I don't want to be the guy who was there going like, yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. dig it. How nervous are people that they're going to be in the background in these photos? Dude, <laughs> special. Oh, my God, dude. That Hugh Hefner, this 10-part documentary series, there's a couple actors that were like, fuck, I did some blow in 92 mm. and got my dick sucked in the grotto. You don't think that's going to be in there, do you? Can you yeah. see if you can find- Scott Bayo is like, I took down a lot of <laughs> pussy on that fucking backyard. I might be fucking in Keep playing this. But, yes, but see if you could find also the actual intro of the show when they show Bill Cosby. That's the wildest one of me. Just the way they just yeah, show yeah. it. It's like it's such a, a very good like, it's way they of like, getting people to watch. It's also where they do the negative of a picture so it looks creepy. Where like, oh, their yeah, eyes yeah. are hollow. And, like, <laughs> and then him smiling. and the You can make anything look evil. Right, what is it 30 seconds left? Give, give yeah. the rest of this. And her demeanor was starting to change. 
I remember there were times, probably within the first couple years I lived there, when I felt like I was just in this cycle of gross things and I didn't know what to do. Secrets of Play. Oh, that was not a, that good of a trailer because honestly, I'm a little intrigued. But I, when oh, you would I, see those pictures with Hugh and his his wings of ladies, his two, oh, yeah, look to the outside. I was, I was looking at seven and eight. I'm like, can you get picked off? <laughs> Pick off one of the ones on <laughs> the outside. Funny about that was the, when he had the set. When he had the three, he was able to make them all like names in their own right. When he had the seven, when he shows them to the seven, I go, I don't know who all of them except that Holly girl are. I don't know yeah, any of them, and they never went on to any worth. of them. It's, you know what it was? It's like watching one of those young comedians of comedy on HBO specials where you're like, oh my God, look at that Dave Attell. And yeah, you're like two people and you're like, I don't even know who that guy is. Dude, who's, da- who's Ron Nelson? <laughs> it's just like a guy who's like, hey, I'm a young comic. If this, what does this accomplish? I think it accomplishes if you're a woman that's like the eighth girlfriend of some guy right now. <laughs> Hopefully you'll look at yourself in the mirror and go, all right, what the fuck am I? Doing? So you can change your fucking yeah. path. Yeah, or like, you're super into the role and this is your last dance. That's this not going to kill Playboy magazine. Is Playboy magazine even it's already really, dead? It's, it's well, print just, is dead. They picked up now. Cardi B is like the artistic director for Playboy now, which is that's a that's a death whale. That's like them being Desperation like... Desperation move. That's yeah. like them Who's being popular? Like, yeah, who can bring in numbers? You see comedy clubs do that all the time where they book YouTubers and shit. Well, They're like, money. Yeah. Dude, that was, what, was the, what was the award show they had her host? And like while she's like... I get that she's like charming and it's like kind of mm-hmm. funny, but like it also makes her... It's like, did you just have an 11-year-old child host this show? I was like, she so has no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? She yeah. goes, oh, and she's like trying to read the thing and she doesn't know where she's supposed to stand. Well, and she's all over the that's place. That's the thing about this current time we're in right now everybody wants to be cool and no one wants to do the actual work so that's why i said when you watch that miley cyrus pete davidson uh new year's they didn't have the guy that's like and in 10 minutes we're gonna throw it out to miley and pete to count they didn't have the nerd they didn't have the guy that's like i'll do the paperwork it was just miley and pete so it's a minute left and they're like what now oh looking around and they're like where's where's, where's miley and they're like you need everyone can't be cool you need someone there to be like and this is what's gonna exactly like we're gonna come back from the break and we're gonna be here with little baby and then oh is this the beginning of it think it might be i it's this is this is one that i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it but i almost look at bill cosby just do you think this is a hit job no no do you think it's too many women yeah to just 10 pieces dude it's too many women for this just to be this is just your experience being blown out of proportion like no no it's Waves and waves of women going. Yeah, the shit was weird. It was crazy. I took quaaludes and I woke up next to a German Shepherd. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe look into this guy. This guy, you know, the guy that wore the robe all the time. He was a problem. That's funny to get to that okay. point. But what? where you're like the guy in bed pajamas was a problem, and because you walk in the room, it's a, it's, walk in the room the first time, you go, well, why is that guy in pajamas? Well, it's just like it's like hearing the Michael Jackson stuff. You're like, oh yeah, why don't we ever think that on our own? Ever. Do you ever? Do you ever? Here's a terrible question. <laughs> when you hear the word bestiality thrown around and you go, yeah, so-and-so fucked an animal. Sure. 
is your next thought the gender of the animal? <laughs> or is it just gross? Gay. Is it better gross be... full stop? Or do you go yeah. a step further? Now, and see, go, I will tell more you. like bestiality gay. Yeah. I would say uh, bestiality, I look different. Because, you know, if it's a male dog and a male and a guy having sex with a male dog, I think that's a bonding exercise, like the old Spartans. <laughs> that dog becomes tied to you. You know, but if it's a female dog and you're a man fucking it, that's gross. You're, you're fucking it for Ew. love. Yeah, yeah. You're not homophobic for bestiality. <laughs> God, expand your mind. Wait, go to the intro. This is the intro. The not the, not the, you know what I mean. Like when, <laughs> it'd when be funny if the first clip was them. black and white. We're gonna show you Hugh naked, and she goes, "Oh God, I don't want to go back there." Just jump the ten. I seconds. always think I always feel like they should score these these kind of documentaries like Vietnam with like a lot of credence. It's a lot of like war music. Some folks were born. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> Come on down to Green River. Just, here we go. Right here. This is the intro of the show. Ah, vroom, vroom. I'm off to my pussy palace. Follow my me. Name is Hugh Hefner, an editor publisher of Playboy magazine. Hugh Hefner was just 27. He fashioned himself and Playboy as the face of sexual liberation. Playboy is one of the most famous brand names in the world. I would like to be remembered as somebody who played some positive part in changing the social sexual values of my time. I believe that have pulled one over on the whole world. I just wanted to fuck dogs. That was my whole plan, <laughs> to fuck dogs in front of beautiful women and not have them laugh I wouldn't have thought he was a normal, I wouldn't have assumed he was a normal, not piece of shit before any of this. So if I met him, i go, oh, I bet he's just like a... You need a lot. I said when guys, again, there's people trying yeah. to explain away a extraordinary behavior like it's not weird. If you acknowledge it's weird, I think you're less weird yeah. because you go, yeah, no, I'm into this like pretty wacky shit. And then you go, oh, at least you understand it's wacky. Yeah. But they just go, what? You can't, you can't fuck a dog? I thought this is America. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker was creep mode, and then a byproduct of it was the sexual liberation at a time where that was considered rebellious yeah. behavior. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to show my nipple. Like, I didn't shave my cooch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also almost like right now with comedy, where it's like comedy's so popular that there's you get people that are using comedy to talk shit or whatever and be like, I was just doing comedy. And you're like, no. Mm, yeah, you weren't speakers. trying to be funny. Go play. I'm speakers. so excited for this Bill Cosby. I, mean, I could name one. Speakers is hilarious. Posers did not allow for the consent of the women. When it came to Hefner's buddies, <laughs> you had to keep those secrets oh, quiet. What have you got for free? <laughs> when you get some, <laughs> Jesus, oh. Jesus, William, William Cosby, Doctor William H. Cosby, William. What See, are you? This is also why I don't hang out with a lot of motherfuckers because you don't know who got that funk on them, dude. God damn it, <laughs> you don't know. You really, especially old timers. God damn, I found out some. When you find shit old out Hollywood, about, when you're like. Yeah, dude. It, you know what it is? Jay and I just went through it with our two favorite musicians. Absolutely. He's a big Marilyn Manson fan, and all the charges about abuse of Marilyn Manson are coming out. Mm. I'm a big Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Homme fan. His shit's blown up with his family and his kids. I told are, you how worse the Marilyn Manson thing got, right? Yeah, well, there's a two-part documentary coming out on HBO. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, it's Josh Homme's got uh, his kids filing restraining orders against them, and you're just kind of like, hey, hey, you're my guy. Yeah. You know? Oh shit! Like, I, ah shit! But yeah, I mean, having famous friends are gonna come out and be like, they had fucking weird camel sex parties. Yeah, even the young young comics, like I I ask around, 
Like, hey man, let me work with you, man. Let me fucking come on the road. Like I don't even care if you're funny no more. Like I ask like five women because <laughs> the women comics will tell you. They're they'll like, tell oh, you. They, they won't go into specifics. They won't tell you who, but they'll give you enough to make a judge a value judgment. What's also crazy crazy about that is when uh, male comics we are much worse at finding out who's skeevy. We have no idea. So they'll tell you a guy that be like you know that guy skeevy. Like a female comic will tell you that. And you're like, what? Like, it's no. all. It's always people. It said like that's why the Bill Cosby has been said a thousand times. But like it's the Bill Cosby thing goes the most judgmental. Why does it have to be that way? Why can't you just be clean and blah blah? You know, and not curse and all this. And it's just doing the dirtiest, grimiest shit. Yeah, always. It's the yeah. loudest person. You're like, what do you do? That's why I said all those people that are like the the woke people that come after comedy. It's like, what have you done? Mm-hmm. The people that are like, you're a racist. Like because of that joke. Lady, what have you done in your life? Like, did you Dude. did you petition to have black people removed from your apartment building or something? Why are you? What are you making up for here? I don't remember who the woman. There was a woman that just out of nowhere, after Shane had been fired from SNL, this woman on Twitter was just like, "You guys remember when that racist guy got SNL and then got fired and just like sent it, and then someone sent it to Shane and he retweeted it, right? Yeah. Well, you retweet that, and someone's like, "Well, what's your Twitter about?" And they found like. 20 mm-hmm. crazy racist tweets that she had from like 2011. Nice. And she ends up losing her job. And it's like, you went and picked a fight. Makes me feel so good. And then you got, you oh, fucking got great. fired because you're you an idiot. You didn't even clean up, clean up your shit. Well, how about the Chappelle thing with the Netflix? The Netflix yeah, that protest. And, that girl, and the girl that was like the one leading the charge had a thing. She's like, you know what? I'm about to kill all Asians. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> yeah. has some funk on her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, you don't... This shit, man, you just don't know who the fuck is doing what, man. Because oh, I can tell you right now, like, male comics, they're not just bragging about creep shit. No. To other no. male comics. No, they have it like, hidden like fucking uh, secret identities for superheroes. Yeah. It's like, I can't tell you. I'm what? definitely... But if you ask, if you ask the fucking... Especially black women comics. Fucking ask black women comics. Just like, yeah. Should I keep working with him? No. Oh, who the creeps <laughs> are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That's great. Just call up Yamanika or Chloe Hilliard and be like, hey, how. I bet you them two got a fucking spreadsheet a, a PDF Rolodex. <laughs> they could send you. Oh, what's her? Amanda Seals, I bet's got a fucking. Yeah. I bet you that. Because they, they just all talk, man. So that's like my. That's a good way to go. That's how, it, like, when I'm, if it's someone new that I don't know much about, or hey, you, should work, you should consider him for a writer. Or, oh, Daily Show's a perfect example. Oh, bitch. <laughs> So-and-so's thinking about, hey, man, I'm thinking about sending a packet to the Daily Show. Do you know how to, who I should? Send? I'm yeah. like, hey, I'll be right back. Hey, uh, Yamanika. What's going on? Let me guy? run a couple names about you. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, dude, that's so funny. You're like a progressive Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Where you're actually doing good work by calling up your angels. I just need to know what the fuck is going on, it's and then we move. can decide what and all it's, of that shit. Oh, it's, it's, awful be, it's also to f- see, I find out a guy's like really nice and you get along with him, and then someone's like, he actually fucked me and my sister asleep. Like, <laughs> you know, like <sighs> to sleep? Oh. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> to sleep? Okay. She goes, no, while we were asleep. She goes, no. Okay, that's wrong. <laughs> no. We got to wrap. It's fucking, we we got to get out of here? I mean, I don't know if we can come back at this oh. point. We gotta do reads, right? Yeah, Listen, we gotta Roy, do reads. thank you very much for coming by. 
We understand you're on Comedy Central Radio. We know that they didn't want you to come fault. by here. <laughs> Make sure you check out Roy's I I show. I care about that shit, man. I'm happy to be here with you boys. Man. Roy's Job Fair on Comedy Central Radio every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's a podcast, too. Just it, download that. So go, go download it or listen to it on the SiriusXM app. And check out his brand new special on Comedy Central, Imperfect Messenger, out now, streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Big J is going to be in Milwaukee Thursday through Saturday. Uh, and then Addison Improv, Caroline's. Go to BigJComedy.com for tickets. Dave Soda, Rochester Comedy, the Carlson, February 3rd to the 5th. Acme Comedy Club, February 17th to the 19th. And Good Nights, uh, North Carolina, 24th to the 26th. Tickets and tour dates, of course, at DanSoda.com. Check out the Bonfire merch, the Bonfire merch. Check out the podcast, wherever you get podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Toodaloo. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 